So hey guys, this is going to be like a celebrity early crash edition of Valentine's Day, I guess. Maybe I'll like redo it in, um, like in Valentine's Day, just because I got a bunch of celebrity crushes. And like, some of these are Ted, some of these are This is just my personal opinion. I usually do this around February or whatever, um, every single year. And once in a while, I have a bunch of new crushes, so maybe I'll redo this in, um, February. And, um... Tomorrow, maybe sometime, I will be doing like a video version of this on YouTube with pictures of these like guys, or just like one picture per inch. But yeah, and this goes in like an alphabetical order, even though like, I don't have um, a ranking system. And keep in mind, guys, I'm like 27 at the moment, almost 28 in a few months. But these are just my, my personal opinions. Like, I've seen them, like, on TV younger, like, when they were kind of younger. And I thought that they were cute then. But here it goes. And there's, like, 46 guys. So, yeah. And I'm going to say about, like, three things, probably, that, like, I love of theirs. I may even go in a little in-depth. My phone's at 9%. But I may go a little bit in-depth of, like, why I love them or why I love that certain film version but um, first is Anthony Hopkins. Um, he was fabulous in Francis for Coppola's Dracula. Like Gary Oldman and everybody else was fantastic. Kind of a young um, Keanu Reeves. Meryl Streep isn't, I think, or then something else that she was in. Um, I may actually check out like Restaurant. I heard that that's pretty great. I think he's supposed to be like the John William. Sorry, wrong John. <laughs> The John Hammond of it, like the creator or whatever of this world, this famous Western gunslinger, played by one of my other crushes named Ed Harris. Right? And it's supposed to have won a bunch of Emmys or um, whatever, but yeah. He's the father of Thor and Loki, and I just love um, all the Thor movies. I cannot wait for Love and Thunder, as I'm a Taika Waititi fan as well, and um, everything. Tom Hiddleston's probably one of my favorite actors in the MCU. I cannot wait to see Loki. And all these other like, Marvel shows that Kevin Feige has come out. And I don't know if you guys know this. Like, I used to have this other um, podcast. I forget what it was called. Shanatha or Talking Star Wars. I may bring that one back one day. And I kind of gave up on that YouTube channel to like, I don't know. I think I got banned maybe from doing like, um, something that I wasn't supposed to be doing. <laughs> But uh, I'm addicted to the Silence Lambs movies and also to um, the TV series. I kind of wonder if we're going to get like another season or something of the series Hannibal. Just because um I think that there's supposed to be a TV show in the works called Clarice. Which is supposed to be like a year after Silence Lambs. It's not Jodie Foster surprisingly. Even though I'm sure a bunch of fans would have wanted her back. Or like somebody else. I wonder if we're going to get a mention of Hannibal. Um, if we get a trailer sometime soon, maybe I'll react to that, and maybe I'll, like, rephrase it again, and I'll be like, I used to have the hugest crush on you. Yeah, but... Um, then you got Ben Mendelsohn. He's known for being choked by Vader in Rogue One. I'm curious if we're gonna see him in, um, Andor. I don't think we will, probably, or else we would have gotten confirmation, unless they save that for, like, a season two or something. Sort of like the Alan Tudyk situation. He was at um, D23, like, last year or something, and then they did not say that him for the Disney Investor um, live event thingy that they did. 
So it's like that. Then Alan officially came in a couple of days ago and said that he's not in season one, but if the show does really great, season two. Or maybe they're going to explain it like, I think it's supposed to be six episodes per season, maybe, because I think it's going to be like 12 episodes. Unless they like do, I don't know, um, all 12 episodes per one season and then yada yada yada, right? Um, yeah. And I love Mads Mikkelsen, as you guys will tell later on in this video. You got the hit series on Bloodline where he's the black sheep of this family. I loved it. It has like a bunch of my favorite people in it. Sissy Spacek, who is the regional Carrie on Kyle Chandler from the series Bloodline Lines. And a few other amazing cast and crew. You got this film called Vertical Limit, which has a bunch of my other crushes in it, which I will mention when we get up to um, all these guys. I just had to like include it. It's kind of like a survival type movie. But like I said, like in the Arctic, probably based off of relevance. <laughs> and then you got the Stephen King series called Outsiders. I love Stephen King. Well, some of his stuff. But yeah. Oh yeah, and if I get up to any Stephen King things, you guys, like any of these new things or whatever. For example, like if it was the Outsiders or whatever, that Stephen King one. Or like, um, Dr. Sleep or whatever. I will probably just skip all the details, including some of his like older things like um, Salem's Lot or whatever. Instead of, like, giving spoilers, but, like, if it's, like, a remake or whatever, I'll be, like, it's true to the original. Or if it's, like, a sequel, I'll be, like, it's true to the source material or, um, yeah. I'm surprised you did not get a nomination. Did, um, Cynthia Revo get nominated? I forget. But maybe we're gonna get another season. Maybe he will return, but he's probably gonna be super busy for a while. He's gonna be in that secret invasion i think it was tv series about like a younger nick fury then you got um bruce greenwich one of my favorite like canadian actors he's known for in a way probably being like the obi-wan kenobi or Qui-Gon Jinn. well rather obi-wan kenobi of young James T. Kirk played by Chris Pine and J.J. Abrams' Star Trek movie. Like, he got him out of trouble and a few other things, it seems like, in the first um, Star Trek movie by J.J. Abrams. I loved Star Trek growing up, like, the little reruns on TV show, like, the William Shatner thing. This did just... Plus, like, you had a little cameo from Leonard Nimoy, who was, like, a futuristic version of Spock. And I'm um, great, amazing cast, like, Chris Pine and, um, a few other amazing people. Zachary Quinto looked somewhat like Spock like I'm um, like yeah <laughs> then you got Dr. Sleep I love Dr. Sleep you guys um I think I own it like on Amazon Prime and I own the book it's a sequel to The Shining I will basically just like say that as I have not read like the whole entire book so I don't know like what is what like what's true and what's not or whatever I'm Kind of not like a huge book book reader. Yeah. Speaking of Stephen King stuff, you got Gerald's Game, which is also a Stephen King movie on Netflix. It's like a shorter one, I think. Directed actually by the guy that did Doctor Sleep and like this horror film called Hush and like the creator that's behind them, Haunting of Hill House. And I think the sequel, like the Bly Manor one. Um, I'm like drawing a blank. Mike Flanagan. I was almost like, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Then you've got this film called Double Jeopardy. When I was a little kid, I probably wanted to be a lawyer and like it's a term like you cannot 
um, be judged again. I don't think for your same, like, crime ever again, like, once you get paroled or whatever. That's great amazing cast and crew. One of my favorite um, Tommy Lee Jones films besides, like, The Fugitive and stuff. And they got a sweet here after. It's based off of real-life events, as far as I'm concerned, about, like, a bus crash that happened in um, Texas. And... Like, 12 or something students got killed. One was left paralyzed from grace down, played by Sarah Polly, an American or a Canadian actress. And, yeah. And it's also, like, based off of a book. The same name and stuff. And I think the book writer actually, like, has a cameo of some sort, like, a, as a doctor or whatever, in the movie. Now back to the... Old, even though I don't know who I am. Same back to the old. You got Burt Lancaster. He's in one of my favorite sports films of all time called The Old Dreams. You know, the if you build it, he will come. He kind of helps out. Future Bride Herp Star. Um, Kevin Costner, because like Burt played one of my favorite versions of Wider in like a 1957 movie. But yeah, with like James Earl Jones and a few other amazing people in it based off of a book. Kind of really sad movie for Field of Dreams. Then you got Gunfight at the OK for all. It's like a modern day, well, not really modern because it was 1957s version of Wider Up. It has like a bunch of amazing cast in it. Blake Gray. Kirk Douglas's Doc Holliday Wire's best friend. I think there was like a young Dennis Hopper as one of the bad guys. And I'm a bunch of other great amazing cast and crew. I think I love Bert probably more in it. Like I don't know why, but I prefer like Gump by that the okay girl. This is just my opinion, probably also because like there's a little bit more details that I don't think the movie Tombstone touched on. But, no offense to, like, anything I'm saying, but, but like, I prefer Gunfire, the K. Corral, and um, 1994's Wide Earp more than Tombstone. No offense, but. Then you got um, Charles Shaughnessy, who's, like, one of my favorite crush British crushes. I used to think Anthony Hopkins was British, but I don't think he is. He's, like, Scottish or whatever. Let's see, one account. I'm him, because isn't Scottish and British, like, the same thing? Like, I always thought Sean Connery was Scottish was British, but I think he's Scottish as well. But uh, he's known, Charles is known for getting screamed, Mr. Sheffield! At, in this crazy, like, hilarious series called The Nanny, which may actually get revamped. Like, he's this widowed father who takes after these three kids all by himself, kind of. And then he puts an ad for a nanny. And then this girl just screams, Mr. Sheffield! In a crazy, like, screeching voice at him. May even get like a revamp or even like a Broadway play one day, which I'll probably go and see. Or like do like trailers for like reaction things and for on the YouTube channel. And he is known for breaking a heart, says Shane Donovan on days of our lives. Well, he currently was on it like 2017, he stopped. But who knows, maybe Shane will be back and his twin brother Andrew will be back. A bunch of like fans of Charles want him to do it. Then you got Charlton Heston. He's known for being one of my favorite chariot race, chariot race movies called um, Ben-Hur. I think he won an Oscar for it and like it got revamped a couple years ago with like Morgan Freeman, who's one of my mom's favorite. You got Midway, like based off of real life events of like the Battle of Midway or um, something like that, which actually got a remake with like a few of my crushes in it, I think, like um, 
Dennis Quaid, and Nick Jonas. I used to like love the Jonas Brothers. But yeah, based off like Relic Bent, I believe. Then you got him saying the passages on the mountains in Ten Commandments. I'm a huge Yul Brenner fan. I think he was in the Ten Commandments, or was that Ben Hur? Yul Brenner. You know, the Magnificent Seven in the Future World or Rest World. Like one of those. I think he was the robotic gunslinger in the Future World or whatever. And then I think that they CGI'd him as a monkey for Tim Burton's remake of Planet of the Apes, and he was the original guy who found this planet full of apes. I love them, these movies. I can always see what Matt Reeves does next besides the Batman. Um, then you got Christian Slater. Uh, he's known for teaming up with Emilio Estevez, Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond Phillips, and a bunch of people taking names for himself. Um, in Young Guns 2, Blaze of Glory. I'm a huge Western fan. Like, I love both of the Young Guns movies. He's known for interviewing Brad Pitt. And then probably getting transformed into a vampire later on. Also paying tribute to, um... So, like, I have these numbers. Like, I'm literally on number 7 right now. And I'm gonna try to get these. Oh, my phone just hit 7% actually. But number 22's... Um, sorry, 23's brother, Forever Phoenix. He was supposed to be in it. He died of drugs, like an overdose, and then, um, Christian took over. And he's also Will Scarlet, Robin Hood's, like, half-brother or stepbrother in a film version of Robin Hood, which I really loved, like, Kevin Costner's in it, um, Alan Rickman from Die Hard, the great Sean Connery, Morgan Freeman, and a bunch of other famous British people are doing. Um, then you got this guy named Christopher Allport. He's known for playing this detective that solves this like evil murder case around Christmas time. Which is like a funny kind of Christmas horror movie called Jack Frost where like there's this prisoner who gets mutated into a killing snowman basically and it's up to like Christopher and his gang of like sheriffs and stuff like that to find out who's behind it, put a stop to it and everything. They got this film called Savage Weekends, really great, like, thriller I've seen a few times. You can probably find it, like, on Daily Motion or website. And I think he and this like, guy named Michael Green, who I mentioned a little bit or whatever, and a few other people lead, like, a trail of breadcrumbs in the way of where to find William Defoe's character in the classical, I mean, one of my favorite, like, um, William Frederickin movie, Frederickin? Yeah, movies. It's living in L.A. I also love The Exorcist, so I'm not just throw that in there, but William Frederick. Then you got, oh God, Clint Eastwood, who probably, out of, like, all these guys is, like, the oldest on my list to, like, still be alive. Like, I think he's in his 90s, right? I love him as Dirty Harry, like, his famous one-liners, they are iconic. He has a look, like, sort of of a son named, um... Scott Eastwood, who could probably be Dirty Harry one day if they did, like, a prequel to him. But he's a cop that, like, Brent breaks the rules, hence why they call him Dirty. And obviously his name's Harry, and, like, he has some of the best one-liners of all time. They got this film called Space Cowboys, which um, he directed, probably based off of real-life events. Like, where something's wrong with the satellite, and he has to team up with, like, a few people who he's worked with beforehand, like, um... 
um, Tommy Lee Jones, no, no, no. James Garner, he's worked bitly for on the show Maverick, like in the 1950s, 60s, and um, a few other people. I was, oh yeah, Donald Sutherland from like this movie in like 1970s called Kelly's Heroes, and a few other things, and it has some great like homages or whatever to like space movies and some of the best past ever. You got this film called Escape from Alcatraz based off a of real life band directed by the guy that did Jerry Harry Don Siegel, I think. Um, great, amazing cast, including one of these guys I'm going to talk about in a little bit named Fred Ward. And it was like the first film I think of um, Danny Glover. I'm going to call him Donald Glover. So. And then you got Unforgiven, one of the greatest westerns of all time. One of Morgan Freeman's greatest, probably in my opinion. Same with like the Gene Hackman thing. Definitely Clint. Even though there's been a bunch of other westerns they did that were great, um, like High Plains Drifter, and that Loud Chelsea Way Off, and Pale Rider. Then you got David Hasselhoff. I used to watch Baywatch a lot. Maybe I'll rewatch it again. Like, um, I currently live in this apartment, guys. We only have certain channels that go up through different stuff, so, like, we don't have channels that, like, if it's on, like, um, um, TV used to show Baywatch daily and they used to like show them the name the Mr. Sheffield thingy. And like this show called Catfish and a bunch of other thingies. So we don't have that anymore, I don't think. But maybe it's on an alternate channel here. Um, but yeah, I like love the theme song too. I'm a huge fan of the band Survivor, who I think like their lead frontman Jamie Jameson did the theme for it. But I'm always here and then like David and a bunch of people Probably did, like, covers of it. And obviously, Knight Rider. A talking car named Kit. Can always see what James Wan does? Because he's supposed to do a movie called Knight Rider. Maybe we'll see David Hasselhoff. Or we'll see somebody that looks like him, kind of. Be the next, um... Michael... Oh. I think his name was Michael, but I'm trying to remember his last name. I want to be, like, Michael Rider. Wait, Michael Knight, sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Thank God, Dennis Quaid. He was kind of Fred Ward. Um, and a bunch of other my crushes are known for going up into space in this movie called The Right Stuff. It's a 1983 movie, and I think it's on Disney Plus now, but there's like a different version of it, different cast and crew and stuff like that, with similar events. Once again, he's in the movie Midway, the remake, not the Charlton Heston one. But, like, the remake has, like, Nick Jonas, I think Patrick Wilson from, like, the Insidious movies and a bunch of other people. Um, he's in the remake version of Footloose. I don't know why I prefer that one probably better, too. Maybe Julianne Hough from Dancing with the Stars is in it, um, and a bunch of other people. There's even, I think, a professional dancer named Kenny Wormald who plays, like, Ken Bacon's character. Um, there's a spiritual movie that kind of made me a little bit emotional called I Can Only Imagine based off like this guy named Bart Millard whose like father was abusive and he like and his like dad was like dying of cancer or something and just really sad movie inspiring the Christian faith band Mercy Me who wrote the song as well I Can Only Imagine. And then you got Wyatt Earp. I don't know why, like I said beforehand, about the Burt Lancaster thingy, but I prefer, no offense to, like, Val Kilmer, but I prefer Kirk Douglas, and I prefer Dennis Quaid's version of Doc Holliday. 
a little bit better for some odd reason. Sort of like, no offense to Kurt Russell, but I prefer Lancaster and Kevin Costner. Then you got Donald Sutherland. He may be the oldest guy, I don't know, that's living. Or not, no, it's Clint. But Donald's known for teaming up with like great James Garner from Maverick and a few other people and Clint for going up in space for Space Cowboys. There's this film called I'd Astro and I think it's kind of like a sequel or something. Cause Tommy Lee Jones was in Space Cowboys and he's in Ad Astro, so was Sutherland, he was in both. Then you got this film called Mash. It's, I think, a prequel or something to one of my favorite 1970s TV shows. It's, like, based off of a book as well. Really funny comedic show. Then you got this, like, horror film called Don't Look Now. It's, like, a supernatural thing. He goes on vacation to Venice with his wife and crazy things happen. Then you got this film called um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I think it was based off of a book. And there's, like, I think a cameo or two from... People that were in a 1956 or whatever version. And then there are Nimoy's Nip from Star Trek. Probably around the time of Star Trek. And there's this horror film called Salem's Lot. It's a Stephen King movie. The original from like 1976 or whatever terrifies me. And I'll mention that one like in a few minutes or so. But I'm scared to see Donald Sutherland's version. The original version of his character named James Mason. Um... Richard Strzok or whatever the character's name is. He scared me as the James Mason version, so I'm kind of terrified. The late great and Rutger Hager from like Blade Runner and stuff, or 2049. He is in it as well, like the remake. Then you got Ed Harris. Once again, I feel like I've said this a bunch of times, but he goes up with a bunch of my crashes and their hate stuff. He looks like he could be like a sergeant or um, something like that, or a recruiter in the upcoming Top Gun 2 Maverick. And he's obviously, I think he's supposed to be the Western gunslinger in um, Westworld. And also there's this film, it's called Appaloosa, it was like 2016 or something like that. Which is like a modern day Western fairy tale type thing. With um, Viggo Mortensen, who's worked with before, like in um, History of Violence and a few other movies probably. And then you got this, I think he's the Latino named Isa Morales. He's Richie Bellin's, I think, half-brother and, like, best friend in La Bamba, really great, amazing movie. It probably paved the way for musical Bob. It's like, come on, guys. We got, like, I Want to Dance with Somebody coming soon with Naomi Aki in it. Star Wars or Skywalker. She's going to be Whitney Houston. There's supposed to be a Madonna film, I believe. And, obviously, the beforehand ones. Like, we had Bohemian Rhapsody. And we had Purple Rain, I guess you can say and, um, Rocket Man. I was almost like, what's that Elton John one, but Rocket Man. There's also this film about, like, I think the Mexican cartel with Jimmy Smith, who plays Bail Organa in the Star Wars prequels, and Rogue One. Maybe he'll appear in Cassie and Andor series. And, um, James, Edward James, almost from, like, Palestar Galactica and stuff like that, but like about a Mexican cartel. And he's the leader, I think, of a bunch of vampires in the TV show adaptation of the movie of the scene, the From Dusk Till Dawn movie. I think Quentin Tarantino like helped out with it, or Robert Rodriguez, I think, when them directed. Yeah. Then you got one of my favorite Star Wars actors ever, Ewan McGregor. I may have to put this into two parts because my phone just hit 5%. 
Um, you got Mulan Rouge, one of my favorite films of all time, one of my favorite musicals. I can always see what Paz Lerman does with the upcoming Elvis thing. I love Nicole Kidman in it. The songs were perfect. Um, you got Star Wars. I cannot wait to see Hayden Christensen returning for Kenobi. And I would see who else returns. Like, well, Liam Neeson return, you guys. Um, if I still do podcasting, I don't know if I may take a break or whatever. But if I still like to do podcasting in like May, on May 4th or whatever, I will probably be doing like a breakdown thingy. Unless we get something for you guys. Unless we get something, like a teaser or something for Kenobi. Maybe I'll give you guys like a little non-video breakdown thingy of like my theory thingies. I'll also probably be doing a trailer action on the YouTube channel. And he's Danny Torrance. The 40-something year old version of the one that we got in the first Shining, like I said, sequel to The Shining. <laughs> then you got this kind of spread word. He's in this amazing film called Rema, Rema Williams, or Rema Williams, based off of a comic book series. Um, it may get remade by like Shane Black or did like The Predator or whatever. Great, amazing cast and amazing soundtrack and stuff. You got this kind of horror film called Tremors, which is like a long running movie series. There's like six of them already. It probably kickstarted, well, after Footloose, probably kickstarted Kevin Bacon's career. He, along with Ed Harris and them, go up in space in the right stuff. He could have probably been one of the people with Clint Eastwood that like escaped Alcatraz. I said could just because nobody knows like if they ever made that alliance. Like they found their vests or whatever. But like they did not find any bodies or anything. I don't think. Right. And then yeah. And you got this honorable mention just because there's a rumor going on about Seth MacFarlane doing a Leslie Nielsen reboot, a thing called Naked Gun, The Files of Police Squad, or something like that. And Liam Neeson's supposed, or is in talks or whatever, to be Frank Drebin, the main character. So why not just do that because Fred Ward was in the third Naked Gun movie in like 1994. Then you got Gregory Peck. I am a huge fan of The Omen, you guys. I don't think I like them, the remake, much better the 2006 or whatever one. I don't know why. It's like an exact copy, even though it fills you in some blanks. Possibly. I'm like, hey, this person did this. Um, It's one of my favorite horror films of all time, though. It's like my most watched horror film of all time, I feel like. Like, every Halloween I try to watch it. Yeah, great amazing cast, great amazing storyline. Speaking of one of my favorite horror films ever, you got Kate Fear. Um, it's a courtroom-based one, basically, where um, something goes wrong. Like, I think Max Caddy played by Robert Mitchum and by Robert De Niro in the remake. They, like, some think something is wrong or, like, the prison time is up. And then, ta-da, they go and seek revenge on Sam Bowden, Nick Nolte in the remake. The, like, 1991, I think. Um, reboot by Martin Scorsese. But yeah, and there's a cameos in the remake, like three cameos. This guy named Martin Paul Sam. I don't know who he was in the original, but he's like the judge or whatever in the remake. Um, Gregory Peck is Max Cowdy slash Robert De Niro's new lawyer. And then he was the original one in the original. He was like the one that was getting stuck by Max Cowdy. And Nick Nolte, yeah. And Robert Mitchum, he's, like, on the good side, I think. Like, on 
Sam Bowden's team when he was originally Max Caddy. So like kind of like a character switch, I think. I have to rewatch Cape Fear again, like the remake. I have the original. I own it and stuff, but yeah. You've got To Kill a Mockingbird, one of my favorite courtroom films ever. Even though I haven't seen it, I think I had to read the book in high school. I want to watch the movie now. <laughs> and you got this film called The Boys from Brazil, which has, like, two of my celebrity crushes in it. <laughs> um, who I'm going to mention in a few minutes or so. Um... Where Gregory Peck, he's like this evil doctor who tries to clone little babies into versions of Hitler. Um, one of my next guys in a few seconds or so, he's... He, like, tries to, like, leave, like, a trail of breadcrumbs, in a way, in my opinion, to where Gregory Peck's character is and the antenna, along with one of my Christian. Then you got Harrison Ford. Um, he's known for taking out his blaster, being like, yeehaw! And, um, a bunch of other things. Making up funny quotes. Who's scruffy looking as Han Solo? Maybe he'll back like as a forest ghost, or maybe we'll see um, Alden Aaron right in Mandalorian. Right, I'm a huge Mandalorian fan. Then you got Indiana Jones. Um, one of my favorite Harrison Ford characters of all time, I own, I think I own two of them. No, wait, I own, I think I own Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, like a few, um, Harrison Ford movies, but like none of them are the ones I mentioned. Yeah, yeah, never mind. And, yeah, I love my Sean Connery, you guys. Oh, oh yeah, fun fact, right before I get into, like, the next movie that I put... And I'm going to probably regret um, saying these two, like, the next one and one a few seconds later. Ugh. I'll explain that in a few seconds of why I'm like, oh, God. Uh, but, so, I think it was, like, early 99, maybe after The Last Crusade, the third Indiana Jones movie. Harrison Ford, I think, was originally in talks or whatever to be, um... Alan Grant in the first Jurassic Park movie and Sean Connery wanted more money or else he probably would have been like, welcome to Jurassic Park. Hey. But yeah, and I think Harrison was actually, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, but I think Harrison Ford was like the principal or something in um, E.T. One of my sister's least favorite Steven Spielberg movies makes her want to cry and she's scared of E.T. And then you got The Fugitive. It's one of my favorite Harrison Ford movies ever. Um, I haven't seen the TV show yet, like the original original. I want to get um, Queeby or whatever and watch the Kiefer Sutherland, Point Holbrook version. Um, I own it twice on DVD. Like the Harrison Ford one. And I have a new celebrity crush. His name's Robert Mark Kamen. Um, I'm going to regret saying his name... Just because I'm, I'm blushing up for you guys. Um, but I think he, like, wrote rewrites of it. Yeah, which makes sense. Like, nine years or something before The Fugitive, he would write one of my favorite movies ever, The Karate Kid. But, yeah. And then you got Air Force One. Get off my plane! Back to the Harrison Ford thing, by the way. Get on my plane at Gary Oldman Green. Reason cast crew Glenn Close at one of her best. And then you got this film called Devil's Own. I think 
Kamen actually wrote that too. One of my favorite Brad Pitt movies besides Interview with a Vampire. Yeah. Great amazing movie. There you go, this guy named Harvey Keitel. He's known for being like the protective like lover of I think it was Holly Hunter or somebody in um the piano, a really kind of sad movie with one of my favorite Jurassic Park actors, Sam Neill in it. Um you got Sister Act, he's like an angry mobster going up against Will Be Goldberg. There's supposed to be a fourth one apparently a third one in the works, so maybe we'll see him again. Or something, even though he probably got arrested or something like that in the first one. He chases down Susan Sarandon and Gina Davis and Thelma Louise, and he actually and it actually stars like a young Brad Pitt. I think it was his first movie. But yeah, like Brad's first movie, Graham is in Cast and Crew and Cartridge. And then you got Red Dragon. Now in nineteen eighty five or eighty six there was this movie called Manhunter, I think. Which was basically like the story like before Holland's Lamp. And that's basically what Manhunter is about. It's a remake thing though. Like Anthony Hopkins was Red Dragon's Hannibal, but there was um Brian Cox, I think. He was the first first Hannibal in nineteen like eighty six or whatever. And then five years later or whatever. Silence Lance. But this is like before Clarice Starling thingy, like um when the the second last guy on my list named William Peterson, he was like your Will Graham but there's a guy who's another story. And then um, Edward Norton was the Red Dragon one. <laughs> Thank God this guy named James Cromwell. We found out in Fallen Kingdom of Jurassic World that he that John Hammond wasn't the only person that was making these dinosaurs come to life. Maybe we saw the younger one of him somehow, like an arch footage in the Jurassic Park, like little ride thing that they went in before they went on the official ride of their lives. He's a priest in the Donald Sutherland version of Salem's Lot, like Great Wicker Hager one. He sends up Clint Eastwood, Tommy Lee Jones, and them in Space Cowboys. There's this film called The Longest Yard, which was like 1976 or whatever. Burt Reynolds is like this prison inmate who used to be a famous football player. And um, Burt Reynolds and this guy named Ed Lotter, who plays like um, this kind of a-hole. But named um, Captain Knauer have cameos in the remake. Well, more of a cameo for Reynolds and Ed Lochner's like remake character thing. He's in there, but yeah, that was a little fun fact I noticed. And he was also like the Gardner babe, like um, Cromwell was. Then you got oh great James Mason. He's known for hitting on young ladies in this film called Lolita based off a famous book. Even I think it's a play. And there was a roommate too. He's Norman Maine, I think. Who is basically like your version of Jackson Maine from The Star is Born. Like, you know what happens. This time it's um, Judy Garland in the role of Lady Gaga's character, basically. Salem's Lot. He's the Donald Sutherland version, the one that scares me. Never gonna watch it. And he's basically the guy who leaves the trail of breadcrumbs in in um the boys from Brazil. Then you got this guy named Jason Wiles. He's in this show called Third Watch, which I think has a scream connection or two with him. I'm not too entirely sure. And he's on MTV or Netflix, whatever you want to call it. Scream series, which I wish would continue. Maybe we'll get another season. Because like, there's been a few little Easter eggs or like, theories on like, what happened with this person, that person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who killed this person? 
Then you got Joaquin Phoenix. Um, he's known for putting a smile on our faces, winning a bunch of Oscars, terrorizing garbage Nero fans ever as Arthur Fleck slash Joker. He's known for playing Johnny Cash, singing his pipes out, winning an Oscar, uh, a Golden Globe nominee. I kind of wish, no offense to um whoever won that year, maybe it was Jamie Foxx or Ray, I think Joaquin Phoenix should have won, no offense. As John Depp. Uh, sorry, as Johnny Cash. And you got, we, you were never really here, which is um based off of a famous book. And it's like really sad. It's sort of like the movie Taken a little bit. Yeah. And then you've got Kevin Costner. Like I said beforehand, one of my favorite versions of Ryder. Pretty amazing cast like Morgan Freeman and them. Uh, sorry, Gene Hackman. I'm getting confused with like Unforgiven. And I'm directed by Lawrence Kasdan. Who, I think, cut Kevin Costner out of this movie called The Big Chill in, like, 1983 or whatever. And then, um, like, a year later, there was this Western called Silverado with, like, Danny Glover, um, Kevin Klein, Chuck Goldblum, Blake Gray, Brian Dennehy, and a bunch of other people in it called Silverado. One of my other crushes named Scott Glenn's in it, too. Um, but... Yeah, and that was, like, his payback, like, one of his greatest films ever. He's also in The Bodyguard, one of my favorite, favorite Kevin Costner movies ever, besides any of these westerns. I love Whitney Houston. Maybe we'll get flashbacks of, like, him or, like, a de-aged version of him in the I Want to Dance with Somebody biopic. He leads a team of people, of, like, cops or whatever, to go figure out the truth about Al Capone, played beautifully by Robert De Niro. He's in one of my favorite versions of Robin Hood, Robin Prince of Thieves. I, like, love Brian Adams' score. Like, I love um, all, some of his songs. Like, I love Heaven, I think, was one. And, like, Summer of 69 is one of my favorite Brian Adams songs. But it has to be, like, everything I do, I do it for you. In elementary school, I something. I used to think Kevin was cute in Dances with Wolves. They introduced me to, like, history. Buffaloes and Indians and stuff. Then you got Kiefer Sutherland. He's known for screaming, damn it, Chloe, at Ticking Clocks. And that people... To count down ticking clocks. Some of my celebrity crushes that I mentioned or are going to mention have like had cameos on the show. <laughs> Maybe we'll see him again. You got the fugitive, Roy Holbrook from the series Narcos, is supposed to be like your Richard Kimball and stuff. Like, I think he like does like trains or whatever. There's like a palm thread or something. And, and um, as far as I'm concerned, Kiefer Sutherland Lance supposed to be like the Tommy Lee Jones, Sam on the Droid thingy, but an FBI agent, not the US Marshal. You got Young Guns 1 and 2. He narrated the ending for Young Guns 1 and Young Guns 2. Um, was also really great, like I said beforehand. You got Lost Boys, probably the first film about vampires, right? About, like, teenage vampire type thingy. Great amazing cast and crew directed by, like, great Joel Schmucker. You got Stand By Me. It's a Stephen King movie. It's apparently not scary. River Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix's older brother is in it. And, like, a few other people that would later be, like, in The Lost Boys. Um... Corey Feldman was in it and stuff like that. Yeah. Then you got this guy named Lance Henriksen. Once again, for the millionth time, I feel like I'm saying that he's one of the astronauts that goes up in the right stuff. Um, he chants Pumpkinhead, which is like a scary supernatural creature that seeks revenge on people. He's in one of the alien movies directed by like Ridley Scott or James Cameron. I don't know which one he was in. And he teaches Damien Thorne of who he was in Alien. In Moment 2. Then you got Sir Lawrence Olivier. He's known for being the Greek god, releasing the Kraken. 
or Kraken and stuff like that in Clash of the Titans, the original, like the 1980s one, and he's the cop or whatever that tries to figure out the truth about Gregory Peck's evil doctor and the boys from Brazil. Speaking of the Clash of the Titans thing, then you got Liam Neeson, who was Zeus slash Lawrence Olivier's original thing in, um, like, the 2010 thing. But you got Oscar, his role as Oscar Schindler in Schindler's List. Him going broke, saving a bunch of Polish Jews, real-life events, outside moving. Um, you got Taken, which actually is written by, um, that Robert Mark Kamen guy. Especially the threatening quotes like the, I don't know you or I don't know you want. Um, I'm excited to see what Liam Neeson does next. Like I said, I may go check out The Naked Gun if he does it. Right. Some of my favorite actors are in this. Then you got Clash of the Titans, like I said. Better CGI, no offense. And like amazing cast. You have like Sam Worthington, who was like an avatar like the year later or something. Um, Rafe finds a place... Like, Voldemort and stuff like that's like, the evil brother. And I think Idris Elba isn't. And then, obviously, Star Wars. I'm curious if he's going to be in Kenobi. Like, he did a recent interview with, like, Collider and maybe a few other people. James Gordon. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm, like, trying to blank on James Corden. I'm, like, that doesn't sound right when I say Gordon. As well, so it's like maybe, right? Uh, then you got Lou Diamond Phillips once again. Mm, La Bamba is Richie Valens, amazing. I think he did his own singing, or maybe he did lip singing. And you've got Young Guns One and Two, where he helps out Emilio Estevez and them taking down the bad guys. And there's this series called Longmire that I really love. There's like fan conventions everywhere, probably based off a series of books. Then you got Mads Mikkelsen. He's known for hiding plans to death star in Rogue One. I don't think he's going to be in Andor. It doesn't make sense. Not to mention the fact that Bordy Rook is not going to be in it. Slash Rizal Med. So, yeah. Um, you got Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal. Which is basically the Manhunter slash Red Dragon thing again. Maybe it's going to be another season. It's been like 10 years ago. Or, right. 10, like, in two years that we've last seen Hannibal. Well, the show, I think, began in, like, 2013. Yeah. Um, there's one called The Hunt that I usually talk about on my YouTube channel, where he's, like, a teacher, and something bad happens. Like, he gets blamed for something he doesn't do. The whole entire town, including his best friend, turn on him. You got this film called Chaos Walking, based off a popular book series. The film's gonna be out probably soon, and it's gonna have, like, um, Daisy Ridley from Star Wars, she's Ray in the Force Awakens and stuff, like in the future Sega, like, episode 7, 8, 9. Um, also, Tom Holland, Nick Jonas, and a bunch of other amazing people, I'm sure. He's also gonna, apparently, I'm not sure if this is confirmed or not, or is, like, still a rumor or whatever, but he's gonna be Grimdewald in the next Harry Potter prequel, like, the next Fantastic Beasts movie. And Clash of the Titans, he helps out Sam Worthington from Avatar and them defeat the Kraken and Medusa and them. Then you got Marlon Brando, who's known for taunting you with the, I will make him an offer he can't refuse. Oh my god, it's a great amazing movie. One of the best, like, lines in movie history. Then you've got him teaching us probably what kryptonites are and everything. 
And then him screaming, Hey, Stella on the streets. I've never seen that film, but it looks pretty awesome on Mr. Cannon's Slayer. Then you got this guy named Michael Crean. He hires one, that Fred Word guy um, for this confusing plotline for this movie called The Chaos Factor, and he's the lifeguard in the hit series Baywatch. Then you got this guy named Paul Kilfoyle, who like leads this team of like crime scene investigators in this hit series that I used to love called CSI. The first CSI, not like the prequels or like the spin-offs. And he's like putting the drug dealers in the film, Freeman and the Baby, the original, because like, it's supposed to get remade with that camera. My phone can't, like, wait until I'm done, apparently. But you got Pedro Pascal, who basically is part in, like, the Mandalorian armor in the hit Disney Plus series Mandalorian. I cannot wait to see what he does next. Um, you got Wonder Woman 1984. He's kind of, like, one of the villains of it. Um, and obviously... Narcos! Narcos is like a, a drug-dealing FBI kind of agent. Okay. You got this guy named Peter Wingfield who's in the series called Casual... Who's in the series called Holby City, which is sort of like the series called Casualty in like the UK. Like, spun off. He got threatened by... I think he got threatened by Kiefer Sutherland in one of the episodes of 24, and he's helping out in the next generation of Highlander. In um, this TV series version of the popular movie Highlander. Then you got Robert De Niro. Like I said, basically preparing with the brand. I think he's known for taunting people as he's like a younger um, Brando in The Godfather Part 2. Raging Bull, Jake LaMotta, Real Life Events. I think it was referenced in The Godfather one time. Um, yeah. And obviously Kate Fear. Oh, great. Oh, too bad this isn't live. My friend Jackson knows that I love this guy forever. Mark Kamen. Um, he wore the Karate Kid. It's also based off his real life experience and like some other um, newest type article, which was directed by the guy that did Rocky, John G. Adelson. He wrote Taken, obviously, and um, I think he wrote Part of the Devil's Own. Why not? You got this guy named Robert Taylor. He's known for this horror film called Meg, which is sort of like Jaws. Um, this series called Longmire, the comic book one or whatever. There's a bunch of conventions, and he's one of the guys that. Goes up like against a bunch of like glaciers and snowy things. What's so been fun crashes in the film Vertical Limit? Then you got Sam Neill, who's in doll version of Damien Thorne in The Omen 3. Known for taking off sunglasses and everything in Jurassic World 1 and helping out again in Jurassic World, uh, Jurassic Park 1 and 3. And then he's gonna be back. Recently, it was like announced like last year or something, he was gonna be back for Jurassic World 3 Dominion with Laura Dern returning, which should be exciting. He's like a bad guy in the film piano, the piano, and he's a non-animal talking, non-animal singing version of the Jungle Book, which has like Carrie Ellis from The Princess Bride. You got Scott Glenn. He's known for the right stuff again. He's Kevin Costner. He's like older brother in the film Silverado. He's Jack Crawford, the agent that sends Clarice Sterling, played beautifully by Jordy Foster, to go seek Hannibal Lecter's help in Silence Land. Then you got Sean Connery, known for rolling on the floor to the da 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 playing Indiana Jones' father, probably almost taking off his sunglasses or over to, like, Jurassic Park, and teaching us Highlander skills in the movie Highlander. Then you got Sean Penn, Mystic River, is an amazing movie directed by Clint Eastwood based off a book. I Am Sam, it's one of those sad movies. He played gay rights activist, I believe. Herbie Milk in the movie Milk. And Dead Man Walking, famous prison movie that I love. They got Taika Waititi. I love Thor. Like I said, I cannot wait for a Star Wars movie. I love what we do in the shadows. Famous funny vampire movie. 
Um, I love Mandalorian. I can't wait to see if he's coming back. And I obviously like love Jojo Rabbit. Then you got William Fickner. I used to be a huge fan of like Prison Break. He's in The Lone Ranger. He was Ed Lochner's remake version, actually, in The Longest Yard. And he's like one of the people that goes up with um, Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis in the movie Armageddon. Very quickly, then you got William Holden from The Wild Bunch and The Omen 2 as Damien's adoptive uncle. William Peter Edison from like the movie Fear, which is like a gambling what not to do with your daughter, basically. Like the boyfriend or whatever thingy. And like CSI and a few other things. Plus he's the bad guy in Young Guns 2, kind of. And then William Sapka. Guys, I love Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai! Never 